Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, welcome to episode 31 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com, and did that in three seconds. Boom. Nailed it. Really proud of you. Wow. (laughs) Did anyone understand that? A Wild Podcast Has Appeared is your new favorite Pokemon podcast because we cover anything and everything about our favorite pocket monsters. We talk about uh, the games, both video and trading card variety, and really anything on mobile, too, as well. We cover Pokemon stuff, gear, etc. We cover the anime. We cover the manga at times. We, really, we cover it all. And the whole purpose of this show is to help make you a better Pokemon fan. Whether you're a lapsed fan, diehard fan, we've got a little bit of everything mm-hmm. for for anyone, really. Yep. Uh, I'm Jim Viscardi. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer are here uh, to share their Pokemon knowledge and expertise and love. Because that's really what brings us all together here. It's our love of Pokemon. I don't know if that's what yep. Hoffer came here for. Hoffer but. doesn't do it for the love. No, I, I do it for the love, just not the love of Jim. That's all. Wow. All right, there we, we go. We break the show down into <laughs> three sections. We do a quick hit news, uh, news section where we just sort of go through some of the stuff that may have happened uh, over the last week. And then uh, we take a break. We do a... Second, uh, the second part is a deep dive into uh, where we talk a bit more about a certain something. We're continuing our sword and shield coverage. Uh, we probably will over the next couple of weeks. And then at the very, very end, Christian Hoffer works to make you a little bit smarter by giving you a Pokemon fact of the week. It is the fan favorite segment. And so For if you're sure. new, wait till the very end and you're going to, if you're, if you don't fall in love with this podcast up until that point, that point will make you fall in love with the podcast. No pressure, Hoffer. No pressure. Just like a casual statement. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm I I'm used to succeeding under extreme pressure. I'm like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> As the Pokemon Company is off to do, we got some brand new news before we started. Immediately recording. before. Like as soon as I went and hit send on this week's script. Just sent it out and then bam, news break. It's just like, so funny because so we we obviously record a day before the show is live. Show goes live every Thursday, and so on Wednesdays it's usually, it's funny. We either get Pokemon news on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and for the yeah. most part, it's happened on a Wednesday. There have been few rare instances where it's happened on Thursday, but uh, it's it's almost like it's we've timed it perfectly. It's total accident. We just picked a day in the in the week to be like we're gonna well, make the show this day. Well, it's because we picked it and the right, Pokemon, Pokemon company listened like, oh, and they were like, right. we gotta okay, make sure we gotta we're make sure on they this have stuff podcast. To do. Hoffer, get it on the script. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest news I would say of today. <laughs> oh, oh, I hated I that. See what I did there? I hated that so is much. Gigantamax oh. Norlax. I first of all, yes. I love, 
I love just like, it's so good. I love it so much. So there is a event, a Max Raid event happening yes. uh, next week for yes. fans. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, right. Oh, it is December next week. is next week. That's right. Oh, man. That's awful. Can you give us give us some more details, Christian? All right. So starting December 4th, uh, Gigantamax, uh, Max Raid Battles featuring Gigantamax Snorlax will start appearing more in the wild. In order to activate this, you will need to be connected to the Internet. That will allow you your game to get the latest gigantic like max raid battle stuff. Uh, you don't need to be connected to the internet the entire time. It's not exactly an update, but the new data I think it like unlocks certain things. Gigantamax Snorlax is a big old version of Snorlax. Basically, the seeds from all the stuff it eats on like that's stuck in its fur grows as a result of the Dynamax energy and becomes a park on his belly. <laughs> it makes complete no with a berry sense. tree. I mean, it makes a little bit of sense. No, it doesn't. But, no, no, it <laughs> doesn't. How do, you, how do you get a cultivated, like, tended to park on your stomach? You are, thi- makes- you are thinking too hard about this. No, we're thinking that is exactly my with this hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is, it's like, like I, it would make so much more sense to me if I said, just don't like, understand. He gigantamaxes and there's just a I don't understand pizza on what where a gigantamaxed Snorlax is going to fit. That Maybe. is not fitting in a in one of the gyms. It'll fit in the gyms. No, I mean, way. I mean if, everything. Yes, if it the does. giant if the giant cake fits in there, <laughs> Snorlax yeah, like, can. My the Snorlax is, has to be bigger than the giant cake. My question is, he has is, a park on his tummy. My question is, is when do we get the giant cake versus the giant Snorlax, <laughs> and who eats each other? <laughs> that that is like the like Ouroboros of Pokemon right there. Just yeah. you know, a that'll be a snake tag eating card itself. One day. Oh, God. But yes, so it does come with its own Gigantamax move, the G-Max move, Replenish, which both does damage and replenishes any berries that a Pokemon on your team may have eaten beforehand. Okay, Okay, that's actually pretty useful. So now, but now, hold on a second. Yes. I need some clarification here. (laughs) Okay. So Snorlax does not currently show up. In, in no. raids right now? Okay. No, it, it shows up in raids. It only right. shows up in its Dynamax form. So yeah. basically, okay. I mean... So if you catch if you catch a Snorlax during this time, you will get the Gigantamax move. Like, if, I just, necessi- catch, if I just catch a Snorlax that's in the wild area, am I going to... You won't. I won't get... No. Okay, so we're still kind of working out on exactly how to... If, if you can ob- obtain... Gigantamax Pokemon in the wild just by catching a normal one. Mm-hmm. We do know that Snorlax currently, Gigantamax Snorlax, is not available in the game. We also know that starting on December 4th, it will be. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that means that like the Snorlax that pops up right as you enter in the bridge area mm-hmm. of the wild area, we don't know if, you know, suddenly he'll become Gigantamax. I honestly am not 100% sure of that information. I have failed as a Pokemon person man we set we set christian up real high and then almost immediately almost immediately just cut him right down well to be fair (laughs) i mean i I would i would be surprised if that was the case uh, with with snorlax i mean they still need to be able to offer just the regular dynamax version i feel like if anything like it, it might be like a very small spawn rate, like maybe every once in 50 encounters, it, it <laughs> might be Gigantamax, but especially if this is like an event, much like Pokemon Go, this is going to be a way like you can bet I'm going to be playing 
shield when mm-hmm. this when this raid event happens. So I feel like it would almost kind of decentivize if they were like, well, you yeah. don't have to do it. Every Snorlax you see from now on will be Gigantamax. So, but here's here's the other thing though, right? Like the encounters are still theoretically random, right? Because like, isn't that that whole yeah. sort of big? Well, isn't that the whole big thing right now with raids that like people are messing with their clocks and stuff and trying? Yeah, well, that's it's an easy way to them. trigger. Like, if you don't like the raids, uh, I think they're they're either have fixed it or are about to fix that. But right now, like, you know, if you screw around with your clocks, uh, the raids reset every 12 hours. And so, you know, all you have to do is push your clock back for 12 hours if you don't like the raids that are on there. So it's an easy, like, people are basically farming for Gigantamax Pokemon that way. Because, you know, you get like four or five raids in the wild area. And while you can just go and complete the raids in order to unlock a new set of raids, you know, people are just finding it easier to, you know, cheat the system because, you know... That's how people work. (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, and here's the thing, like if you can't catch a Gigantamax Snorlax during this event, which will take place December 4th through early January, it'll still be part of the game. It's like right now, it's basically just an increased spawn rate. This (laughs) isn't like Pokemon Go in which like once this raid boss leaves, it's gone until the next time we make this raid boss available. It is not like that. So you'll be able to have a chance to find Snorlax in its Gigantamax form moving forward. Right now, it's like uh, with Dreadnom or Corviknight or Butterfree, there are both Dynamax raids and Gigantamax raids. That will continue to be the case. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Moving to Pokemon Go, a new legendary has entered the fray. Yes, uh, it's uh, Terrakion, the second of the Swords of Justice. Players can get that between now and sometime in mid-December. It's not the greatest Pokemon. I was say, stats-wise and moves-wise, it doesn't look... No, I mean, and, like, people can beat it up. If you have, like, a, a Psychic uh, with the Psychic moveset, you can beat it up pretty easily. I mean, I've seen... I, I know people are already beating it with just two people, so it's not that hard. Hmm. But, you know, you gotta keep that churn going. <laughs> I keep fans interested. Is there, like, a master list somewhere of, of Pokemon that are, are not in Pokemon Go? At this point, yeah. I mean, well, so right now we've got about maybe two-thirds of the Gen 5 <laughs> Pokemon and then Gen 6, well, right. most of Gen 7, most of Gen 8 uh, that's not available. So, I mean, it's, there's like 900. Yeah, I'd about to say, I, I think now there are less Pokemon not available in Pokemon Go than there would be in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Nice. But yeah, so there's a new Legendary. Go forth. Psychic it to death. Three years later, it. Pokemon Go finally gets some merchandise. Official yeah. merchandise. Not it's not the... I remember when Pokemon Go first came out and everyone was like bootlegging their own, you know, oh, so mm-hmm. many. Etsy stores yeah. were ran rampant with so uh, many merchandise. Those. I am shocked it took them this long to I have so many, get like, on board bootleg. with the most basic of merchandise. Love you, Pokemon Company. But this line... Looks like hot garbage. It looks better than the bootleg trucker yeah, hat I, I got for Team <laughs> Mystic, though. <laughs> I mean, I I don't I don't mind. So there's right now there's a bunch of shirts, and they are basically black t-shirts and black long sleeve shirts with the Pokemon Go logo on one side and one of the three team logos on the other side. The only ones of these I actually kind of like are the hoodies. The leggings, it's like, yeah. I, no, not not the leggings. <laughs> the, the the hoodies. I, I literally said the hoodies. Yeah. And the leggings aren't even 
For the record, the leggings aren't actually Pokemon Go merchandise. They just linked it up with the Pokemon Go merchandise because it features the three legendary birds. It's like they had like the uh, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos sitting cuties. And it's like, hey, look, here's more Pokemon Go merchandise. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, no, those, that's that's not actually a thing. But yeah, so like the hoodies are like the varsity hoodies. Mm-hmm. So it's got kind of like the look of a varsity jacket and they look all right. If you have somebody who really wants official Pokemon Go merchandise, here you go. But I'll, I'll be honest, you're, you're 100% right, Jim. I'm guessing that the people who want Pokemon Go merchandise already like loaded up Etsy people. I mean, I see people, I see people all the time. When I do Pokemon Go events with Pokemon no, yeah, Go. just like wear in their like, team things. Well, well, that's the craziest thing, right? Like, if you're going to make Pokemon Go merchandise, like make it cool. Like, like it's not like they're incapable of doing it. They they yeah. make yeah. they have I'm great little... apparel. This to me just feels like an afterthought and a. It's I like, just don't even it's, understand. It's almost like it's almost like someone at the Pokemon Center forgot to push the button, the Go button, when Pokemon Go first launched for the merchandise. Mm. And was just like cleaning up before the holidays and whatnot and was like, oh my gosh, we haven't well, said this live. We just need to get this out there. So so I know that the the process, because, you know, this is available on the Pokemon Center online retail store. Yep. And it does seem that merchandise, there, there seems, I don't know if it's like a licensing issue. The Pokemon company has a lot of, you know, licensing partners here right. in the United States that sell shirts like, you know, like you see Pokemon clothes at Target and Walmart and Hot Topic and wherever branded stuff is sold. So I think it might be an issue with like, you know, dealing with like their licensing partners and licensing agreements, because I've noticed that like the Pokemon Center, they get a lot of cool merchandise, but Sometimes it's months or even years after it hits Japan. Mm. Oh, um, sure. And it's also like, you know, it seems to move deliberately slowly, mm-hmm. which I think is like, you know, pretty interesting as someone who like visits the Pokemon Center online store on like a weekly basis. It's kind of strange. And I think it's it's probably has something to do with licensing. That's just my like idle speculation. I don't know. Nice. Mm-hmm. This next story I, I love quite a bit. So we've been talking, you know, before Sword and Shield came out about the various leaks and things that have, have come up. Mm-hmm. And generally when things like this happen, you don't ever expect the person who has done most of the leaking to get caught or uh, be brought to justice or whatever. And the Pokemon company is not did not take this one laying down because they are yeah. going right after him in – the best way possible. So they are so they are suing John Doe's like one through three. So they <laughs> I think they have identified three separate leakers. Now they're not going after the people who like vague leaked like months ago. Mm. You know, yeah. like we, we we had some of this information. They're not going after those. They're going after the people who posted the pictures of the strategy guide. Yep. And maybe the people who posted screenshots of the yeah. game. Yeah, they post yeah, that that account was nine hundred percent their screenshots of those tweets, which have <laughs> since been deleted. They're screenshots yeah. of it in the lawsuit. So So uh yeah i mean i'm not i i'm not shocked there's a reason we didn't talk about this on the podcast we we were under you know an nda and i'm assuming that whoever had those were also under an nda mm-hmm. um you know the the pokemon company does go after people who who break embargo like this this has been a problem for as long as i can remember with the game 
Um, and they've sued people. I remember um, there's a very prominent news site uh, called Cerebi, um, which they are like the go-to Pokemon news site. And they got into a lot of trouble for posting leaks of, I believe it was Pokemon Black and White. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've had a really strict, like, we are not hosting images. We are not even talking about stuff that has leaked mm-hmm. unless it comes from, you know, it, it's one thing like, okay, if something, if, if a, a store for instance, like, you know, pushes something early and it's available for public sale. There's nothing you can do about that. That's that's on the store. It's not our job as journalists not to report on stuff it, once it becomes publicly available. Mm-hmm. However, this was, you know, definitely an NDA <laughs> break yeah. and they're going to sue. And yeah. They yeah. are like, going to be punished. There's also that window of time, too, right? Where, like... Once the game is kind of in people's hands or it's more readily available than just beyond Game Freak and the Pokemon Company and things like that, that's where things get get a little bit tricky. We're like, you know, next month we may get a rumor or something or we may get – some information may pop out about what the next game is or where the, where uh, the next yes. game, you know? Like Pokemon Stars, that thing that definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. freaking existed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the thing is, is like – so with the – with the leaks and stuff, I mean, we saw them as they were happening in real time and in the lawsuit. I mean, it specifically says, like, you know, this affected our sales. It affected, you know, like, Meanwhile, greatly affected. it's making money. And I mean, it has, it's one of the fastest selling Nintendo Switch titles ever. I think it's the most it selling. Is. It's sold like it six is, million yeah. copies so far. And the thing that's just frustrating me is, like, you know, as somebody who does create content, whether it's writing or, you know, on my own time, like, I put a lot of work and oh, effort sure. into it, and that is yeah. nowhere near on the scale or the production value of a video game like Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. And these people yeah, have their work just trampled on by these people who were leaking it, not in the greatest quality and within circles that yeah. weren't necessarily framing it in an objective light. They were clearly doing it with a bias because within well, some circles, they were just being like, oh, oh look I mean, at with this. The, with this the isn't Dex, great. With the Dex controversy. Yeah, with that. Yeah. Because, yeah. because oh, as soon yeah. as this lawsuit happened, I mean, if you go on Reddit or anything like that within the Pokemon you know, community. That's all people talked about was just, the Dex leak. Yes, yeah. the Dex leak. And so now that this lawsuit's out, you go out there and people are like, oh, I can't believe Pokemon's doing this. They're just so angry that they got sold out early. And it's like, no, the people who had this agreed to a contractual obligation that they would not yep. share it. So it's it's not like Pokemon's doing this out of vengeance. They've done it before. Mm-hmm. They have every right to. And honestly, yeah. like, I'm super happy somebody's standing up for the craft. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going on a soapbox. But no, I just I mean, have a the, big issue with leakers and stuff like that. The thing that I don't like about this is that, you know, that, not the lawsuit. Like, you know, once again, Pokemon Company is perfectly justified in this lawsuit. Well, I don't, you know, the thing that bugged me about these leaks is that, you know, it really punishes those of us who agree to play by the rules. We, we see this issue all the time. We, we, we come from the comics world. There's a very notorious site that loves to leak stuff. Like, because, you know, retailers will post the stuff on Tuesday and, you know, they, 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 like, like, we don't have an embargo, pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> um, we, we don't have to follow it. And, um, you know, and it just makes stuff worse for the rest of us. So, you know, now, like, review copies get, like, stamped down. And so, like, my big worry is, it's because of these leaks, we won't be able to review whatever the next game is. We got these games, like, two weeks early, and yeah, it allowed us it was yeah, to craft a lot of quality content. It really helped, 
you know, with our, you know, planning out stuff. Like, you know, like, we we were able to figure out, like, here's the, the big reveals, here's what people are going to care about. I mean, did we write up, like, every single article before these games came out? No, but it really helped us get a solid jump start and it really helped us it really helped me personally mm-hmm. yeah it's you know, definitely helpful you know, with with planning out our coverage and when people do stuff like that it makes my job personally and like our jobs like you know collectively harder yeah. and that sucks like you know like I, I i can't emphasize when people do stuff like this and, and it's one thing like you know leaks that happened like six months ago like that that's fine. It's like th- these aren't rumors, you know. Like let let's be clear. There is a very clear delineation here between you know like reporting on rumors and all that stuff. Like go nuts, going around a system that's set in place that just punishes people who follow the rules, and that that sucks. Yeah. And they it, it and freaking they, sucks. And Pokemon Company did wind up stop. They stopped sending out review copies. Mm-hmm. They a lot of no. you know I think it was a couple dozen outlets came out and they were like. We were supposed to get them. The leaks happened. They pulled all review copies. So luckily we yeah. got it before mm-hmm. whoever those three John Doe's were started. Yeah. started I mean, like, and, and don't get me wrong. I love spoilers more than more than anyone else. I think like I like when movies come out, whatever, like I don't care. Just tell me what happened. Right. Like and mm-hmm. I to me, I'm I'm very much of the, the journey and, and going on that. But at the same time, like, you know, just going out to d- deliberately you know, spoil stuff and show stuff that just isn't ready necessarily to to be out there yet is just it's just never fun. Pokemon Company has to do what it's doing right now because it has to just sort of set that precedence that way. Someone who thinks that they they may want to do it, you know, again or whatever. And this not the, you know they, I, I see it online too where it's like oh well you know you know screw the screw the reviewers who are holding all this back. It's like like no one's holding anything back. It's it's you know for for us and like Christian said it's what it does is help us frame, you know, the information in the game as, you know, people who have been in the business and the industry for for as long as we have in a way that is both accessible to uh, new fans who may be coming to the game and and make it relevant to to diehards. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a very weird balance that that we have to do. And I'm not saying like, oh, woe is us for, for having to do this. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, you know, no, you know, just know like, yeah, yeah. Like the, the excitement for this was was at a fever pitch. And like I think that's what what really, you know, had the embargo win- window been maybe just a week shorter, I don't think it would have been necessarily as rampant as it was. But mm-hmm. um but you know, I mean, that's that's the risk they take. It's the risk we take, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on. Yeah, let's let's move on to something that's much less soulless than that. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Christian doesn't like Funko Pops. We get it. We get it, Christian. That you think they are soulless with their eyes, but when you look at that Eevee, it is adorable. Yeah, like adorable, like a black hole. Oh. Christian Funko is uh, putting out putting out an Eevee, uh, the next in its its line of Pokemon. We have officially gone through all of the starters. Yes, and yep. Yep. now we have started. And I, so naturally, who who best to be next? But everyone's favorite, Eevee. Eevee. Yeah. Yep. Got it. So I'm. Yep. So you know, if you want. Uh, what's sure to be the first of like seven or eight soulless Funko Pops showing various EV evolutions. Yes, get thank your you. start. It'll, <laughs> it'll make for I. I mean, 
I'm clear. I do not like the Funko Pops. I've never have. I don't understand, but I understand that a lot of people do have them. And if you know somebody who likes that sort of thing, this would be the perfect Christmas present. I will not rain on their parade. Everyone has different likes, and just because I personally do not dislike them does not mean that I do not see uh, they the, are, the value They are in the them. perfectly priced collectible. I appreciate it, and this, I will just be quick on this tangent, I appreciate it for the anime licensing like Pokemon, yeah, because they, anime collectibles are so expensive. Yes. But when they're imported they over, they're difficult to get. A lot of time they're not licensed correctly. They are hard to get in Funko, God bless them, has done a lot of anime and also very obscure anime. They have mm-hmm. FLCL Pops, which I say is obscure. It's a very well-known anime, but like there's a lot of in collectors space, you yeah. won't see that for. Right. And with Pokemon, I agree. It's a little bit easier to get Pokemon collectibles because yeah. we have, you know, the Pokemon Company of America. Like they're they are here. And so as you can see with Hoffer, if you're watching the video, is a ton, but these Funkos make it even more accessible. However, me saying this, I will not be getting Eevee until I have confirmed Vaporeon is coming. <laughs> but then you this. may not be able to get Eevee. It's Eevee coming. Will oh, be gone. Jim, I have like 80 Funkos. I know where to get Eevee <laughs> if I need it. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a guy. Uh, I have several. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that so that's a thing that you can get. It's available now. Yes. Um, so I think uh, so. Yep. So head on head on out to your uh, local uh, store where you would get said Funkos, and they'll you know you should be able to find them there. Uh, real quick, moving on to the next two things before we get into our deep dive uh, trading card game news. We are getting finally. We have some information on when. The Sword and Shield era of Pokemon are coming to the trading card game. Uh, if you saw us yep. earlier this week, we unboxed basically the, the starter boxes that had the uh, giant-sized uh, Zamazenta and Zacian uh, V cards yeah. and the three starters. Uh, but now we know February 2020, here yeah. they come. The big thing that came out of this is we now know how they're going to do the whole Gigantamax thing, Dynamax and Gigantamax. Not only will there be V cards, which they're officially calling Pokemon V, no card. (laughs) You know? Listen, (laughs) smart, smart move. So, but now they're doing VMAX cards, which are basically the Pokemon in their Dynamax or Gigantamax form. They act as kind of an evolution. So you need to have a Pokemon V card in order to play the Pokemon VMAX card. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I think that, you know, from what I've seen, the Pokemon V cards that we've seen and the Pokemon VMAX cards we've seen are kind of underwhelming. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they cost two or three prizes. The VMAX cards cost three prizes if you lose one. And, you know, they don't come with any, like, OP abilities. Um, you know, the nice thing is, is that you can use the... It's not like the G-Max, uh, like the uh, GX cards, where you can only use your GX move once. Right. They they have some pretty strong attacks that you could consistently do. But, you know, I, I was, like, looking at them, and it's like... You know, at first, I was like, maybe they're holding something back, but the, there's some, some V cards that are coming out in Japan next week. Yeah. As part of, like, these starter decks, and they have the exact same abilities as what they've released over here in the U.S., so... To me, it feels like they're, they're starting slow. 
and getting people potentially maybe used to the mechanic. And then, I mean, because what? We had Sun and Moon for a very, very long time, and it wasn't until basically the very end when all of a sudden they were just like, look at all these OP cards, boom, 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 boom. But, yeah, uh, but like we're still going to have to deal with that meta. Well, true, the yeah. mechanic, yeah. For the next two years. I mean, like they, it's not like in official Pokemon card competitions, it's it's the last eight sets. Yeah. You know, it's the last two years worth of cards. So like yeah. all those cards are still going to be in play. You know, like I said, uh, I could be missing something and we clearly don't have the full set reveal. Like I wonder if I wonder if there will be trainer cards or something that maybe help that along. There will be 35 trainer cards and there's only four VMAX cards that are coming out with this initial set. Yeah. Um, so and that's kind of the other thing that kind of interests me was like the, the uh, Pokemon that are appearing on the uh, first Sword and Shield booster packs are G-Max Lapras and G-Max Snorlax. That's the reason why we got the G-Max Snorlax reveal today was because the cards. But yeah, so uh, that, that'll be interesting. We'll, we'll have lots of coverage of that here in February. So yeah, it's a brand new era. You know, you know, get your V cards ready, guys. Hang on to <laughs> yeah. them if you have them. I mean, when we did the unboxing, I was very much of the opinion, like, if there are some better abilities, this could have some interesting strategic, like, influence on the games moving forward. But until we can get some more relevant, you know, movesets, the Mm -hmm. meta isn't going to be very friendly to implementing (laughs) the Pokemon V right now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. There's a couple of neat ones. Like NDD uh, is a pretty nice card because like the NDDV, uh, as long as it's on your bench, you can heal your active Pokemon 20 per turn. So, you know, that, like, you know, there's some cards that, you know, will have some like nice like secondary benefits, but nothing that's so like OP or anything like that. So, well, like I said, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting. All right. And before we get to our break, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow which, as you're listening to this if you listen to this on launch day and live in the states and care about thanksgiving it's thanksgiving it is and uh probably by the time you listen to this pikachu will have already probably gone past uh the float in the parade unless you listen like you get up like crazy early in the morning listen to us uh actually it's probably not true because i think we pushed this yeah live pretty so by the time you have heard this pikachu has already been in the thanksgiving day parade and it was wonderful it was so <laughs> magical Guys, although we, see, need to, we need to do a different here's copy. the what thing if the float doesn't go what it if may not windy? go here's the thing it may be too windy and we and we may <sighs> see pikachu covered in a net Rolling and down it was so tragic, so <laughs> me, very tragic. Let me do the Man, alternate cut. I, I couldn't believe when that thing that happened with Pikachu happened at the Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, I'll do the alternate cut just in case. So if you're watching this, Pikachu did not fly in the parade. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was just too darn windy up in New York City. Here's my, here's my, here's my beef with the, po- uh, the Pikachu float. Uh, I hate that it's Christmassy. Well, it's because, you know, it's... Santa shows up at the end of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, Jim. I get it, but it's not like Goku's wearing a Christmas hat or Spider-Man's well, wearing that's, a Christmas hat. That's honestly. on Marvel and, you know, Viz. I mean, you know, I, honestly, I think I would prefer to see Goku with a Santa hat, you know? Santa Goku. I, I will say... I don't know. It's just the, when the Pikachu float first appeared. I, I also want to like, make it clear. So this pumped. is this is also not me hating on Christmas. I just don't like Pikachu in a Santa. Jim Jim well, just really it. hates Christmas, guys. Like I you know, just, if, I will say if you've this. ever seen him or follow him on Twitter, you know that he is waging a one man war against the I holiday love season. I just don't like holiday Pikachu. Well, holiday Pikachu probably doesn't like you. So <laughs> <laughs> it goes both ways. I will say. 
as much as like I, I just I don't know. Obviously, those balloons cost so much money. Oh, millions! Of I just I just every time I see it, I mean, it's not been around for super super long, but every time I see it, I'm like, I wish it was a new Pokemon every year. <laughs> but that's also just me not understanding basic like budgeting. Right. Jim, <laughs> no weren't idea. you it's too much money? <laughs> Jim, weren't you in like the Thanksgiving Day parade? Oh, back for when like you... oh, for like five years. Yeah, when like I was, weren't, uh, when weren't I worked you... for Build a Bear Workshop, I was uh, I was the mascot uh, in costume dancing on the float for yep. five years. I got to so... dance with the Jonas Brothers. What? I got to dance with Miley Cyrus when she was Hannah Montana. Wow. Oh um, man, yeah, I know. Um, Miranda Cosgrove when iCarly was really big. This this got is it. this is how Jim rose to power. Uh, you know, comicbook.com was he had all the connections from his time working at Build-A-Bear and also being the official mascot of Marvel. Like any 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 sort of Marvel thing, like, you know, where like Spider-Man would show up like that was actually Jim, yeah. you know, in Spider-Man one when like uh, Kristen Dunst is holding on to the very obviously fake Spider-Man. As they're swinging by, that's actually Jim, guys. It was really impressive. Jim did a great job at that. All right. Well, with that said, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get uh, back to our uh, deep dive of Sword and Shield coverage so we can make the game easier for you when we return. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, so Christian put together a list of starter Pokemon <laughs> that he thinks would help you in your uh, coverage. And when I first looked at it, um, I thought, I haven't used any of these, with the exception of Rookity. On this list, Christian has Blipbug, Gigantamax Eevee slash Pikachu, which basically from whatever you got from Let's Go. So let, let, let's frame this. So your first gym battle, you know, is against a grass type trainer. Yes. So, you know, when I came up with this, like, oh, what are some good early Pokemon that you should grab? It was with the thought of what Pokemon could, you know, could you use to make that first gym battle pretty easy. Right. I started with that, that That's basically. So that's why I didn't need any of these. Yeah. So <laughs> you're, you just like ran through. Well, you didn't even, you couldn't even use any of these Pokemon though, because you overpowered all of your Pokemon because that's you true. spent too much time frolicking in the wild area. Well, so the problem was, uh, so for, for Blipbug in particular, um, I, I, because I had never seen a blip bug, I had just caught a dotler. And so yeah. I thought dotler was the first. I didn't realize yeah. 
there was a Pokemon before Dotler because I had just never seen one until I this... just looked it up before the podcast started. We had to start twice because I was looking up what Blipbug was <laughs> and, uh, and then the music started playing and I was like, uh, I need to start over. <laughs> I, I, I actually had a similar problem. So, you know, when, when we got these games, you know, this was before any strategy guides leaked or, you know, people started playing through and could like really help you out. It took me way too long to realize that there were both overworld Pokemon, Pokemon that only popped up in the overworld, like the overworld map, and then like the, there were Pokemon that only appeared via like exclamation points and like chasing you through the grass. I did not know that for way too long. So I didn't get I Blip Bug. I didn't realize that until just now. Yeah. I, that there wait, so there you tell me exclamation point there the there yeah. is a there is exclamation there point s- exclusive Pokemon. Yes. And Pokemon that ex that are also exclusive that you can see. Yes. 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 That, that is true. for any shield players is one of them. In case. It's an exclamation Yes. Point if you're yeah. looking for a Ponyta, which I'm not even going to go back on that tirade I spent. <laughs> it took Megan a it, very long time. You have to find it in the grass. You will not see Ponyta until you see an exclamation point. Which, like, feels like a real big shame. Because Ponyta is probably, like, the most adorable Pokemon. Like, I, I would want to, like, throw that, like, out as much as I could. Like, I would I'd probably have replaced, like, like your starter Pokemon. Like, nope, you're getting a Ponytop because it's the best. <laughs> and it's going to follow you around everywhere and you're going to love it and care for it. And it is the best. I I personally just got a Ponyta yesterday. Like, I, I traded for, like, one of my buddies. We We did the whole, like, okay, which sword exclusives do you need? What shield exclusives do you need? And we did, like, a big mass trade of, like, four Pokemon. Question. Are there still trade evolutions? Yes. Are those... So, okay, so there are Pokemon that, uh, you know, all the trade Pokemon are still there. The nice thing about Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield is that a lot of those Pokemon are now available in either max raid battles or just in the wild. Like, this is the first game where, like, Pokemon like uh, Machamp can mm-hmm. be caught in the wild, where uh, Gorgeist or uh, Trevenant, well, no, Trevenant, I think, was available in Pokemon X and Y, but like uh, Gorgeist wasn't. And, you know, that was a Pokemon that you could only get through trading. So there's like a lot of them. Like, it's freaking awesome. Like, there are several Pokemon that I had never gotten before. Like, that I just didn't have in my living decks because even one of the weaknesses with the global trade system, while you can get a lot of Pokemon, you know, no one wants to give up that one tradable item, you know, that one item that triggers an evolution while trading for some of these. Like, you know, no one wants to give up that metal coat. Mm-hmm. You know, to get a Steelix. Uh, so you either need to trade with yourself, which requires you to have two devices, or your SOL. Um, <laughs> and so this uh, was really nice. Like, that is why Gigalith, I will have you one of these days. It keeps exploding on me. It happened two <laughs> times since last week, guys. I have been, I have still been trying to catch a GD Ghastly. Because, <laughs> because it is because I am either playing the game when it is not around the that tower that mm. where all the ghost Pokemon are in the the beginner wild area, yeah. or uh, when I go to catch the uh, or I'm at because I have I have just gotten through I went through the Trippy Trolls Forest and so I'm at that gym whatever town that was the Dayglow one. Um, oh okay yeah 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 the fairy type gym yeah the fairy yeah the fairy gym. The ghastly that are over by 
we're like where that Snorlax is, but you know, yeah, the entrance yeah, like yeah, the bridge it. area. Those are all. Those are all like one level. Those those are like level forty six, and I can only yeah, get yeah, that's the best. They're all and like I'm just one like, oh, so like it's great for it was great for grinding and leveling, but like all I want is a GD gasoline. Every time I get close to one on the lower level ones, they keep doing curse and killing themselves. Oh yeah, those that was super annoying too. I I had to. Uh, so I went and got a Gengar, like, you know, a wild Gengar, and that tried to, uh, like, curse, and Dusknar, too, which is another Pokemon that you can usually only get through trading, and those kept, like, trying to curse themselves. So finally, I came out with just, like, a full-on, like, legion of sleep Pokemon, and I was just, like, sleeping these. Uh, Mr. Rhyme, like, Mr. Uh, Rhyme was doing uh, his, like, merry hypnosis dance. I had, like, Eldegoss, like, uh, was singing. I can't think who else. I had three Pokemon lined up that was just like, okay, like, we're just sleeping, and I'm knocking out, knocking the them trick. out. That's what I need. I need a sleep Pokemon. And also, you know, get those fastballs if you can. That's, yeah. that's oh, the other yeah. thing that's useful, because you can try tossing one of those out, Right at the start of your encounter, and it may or may not work. <laughs> you always gotta try this. Yeah, you, you, or I was about to say, or you just waste your master ball, <laughs> which uh, I'm tempted to on Gigalith. I swear to God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I swear to God, like you do not understand this Pokemon. It vexes me. It vexes me so. Your uh, Gigalith is my Galarian Weezing. It's I just it's it. It, but it's so, so it's so interesting because if you're if you're just starting this game, the first couple of gyms are actually um they're not very hard no No, they're not at all but but what i like is that the game sort of sets you up uh especially because to me i see sword and shield as a game that is bringing back a lot of lapsed players in right like players who have who have a switch maybe haven't played the game in a while Mm -hmm. yeah i've I've actually heard that a lot you know didn't didn't get into to let's go and so you know there's a bit right and so yeah you have to get used to some of the new mechanics that the the game sort of introduces, especially something like the wild area where, Mm -hmm. you know, the game gives you everything that you need to to not make grinding as much of a, 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 not a setback, but like a drag that, that it used to be able to be, especially with XP share. But I love getting those, you know, the, the XP rocks or whatever you get from Mm -hmm. raids and things like that. Like I, you know, I was like, I want to, do a whole bunch of raids because I want, you know, those I want those to help just sort of level up uh, some of my Pokemon, especially ones that like if you're like because I was heading to the Ghost Gym because I have I'm playing Sword or I'm playing Shield, and okay, so Alistair yeah. has all the uh, all the Ghost Pokemon, and so um, I needed you know some Dark and Fairy types, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I had found um, oh crap now I'm forgetting its name. What's the Fairy Bug? Oh, uh, Cottony Cutie Fly. Yeah, cutie fly. Yeah, so I had so I had caught a cutie fly, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" And I was able to use just some of the the stones and stuff that I had gotten from the raids to just like bring him up basically where I needed him to be without like because I remember like you, you, like you used rare candies as you know only when you needed them for your favorite Pokemon. Yeah, and and but now you know with just sort of the the different ways to be able to help level up Pokemon with experience here, it, it takes a lot of that you know, busy work out and lets you just sort of breeze through the game in a way and, and forces you to go and find Pokemon that you wouldn't necessarily want on your team, but you need on your team to you know beat the gym and keep moving on. Yeah. So one of the, my big weakness when it comes to Pokemon games, it was really funny when we were like setting up our coverage 
for this, uh, our gaming editor, Roland, was like, oh, you really need to do a how much time does it take Pokemon Sword and Shield? I'm like, I am probably the worst person to answer that question (laughs) because it takes me twice as long because I like to have a pretty deep pool of Pokemon that are all at the same level, which is fine in the early game. Like, you know, it's not hard to get Pokemon up to level 20, but getting Pokemon up to like level 50 is a usually is a pain in the butt. Not as much in this game. Like, you know, you it, it kind of topped off at probably for me at level 40, but I probably had, when I was doing my initial playthrough, I probably had a pool of about 45 Pokemon that were all the same level, uh, basically up until the second to last gym. And then once I got there, I was like coming into... I can't find enough Pokemon I like to want to bring to level 40. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it with, like, just about all of them. And, the, you know, you gotta remember also, like, this was during, like, the initial playthrough. So I was doing it with a lot of new Pokemon just so I could, like, figure out, like, when these suckers, like, evolve, like, how they evolve. It sometimes worked, sometimes didn't. Like, I, you know, getting Surfetch to evolve, that was the biggest freaking struggle I had a level, I think it was like level 55 far-fetched before that sucker evolved. Um, it was freaking impossible. Even the leakers didn't know how to evolve far-fetched. So it was like this grand mystery. But I think we can all agree that the curry decks is just a waste of time. I Well, the curry decks is a, a waste of time. The curry itself is fine. Like, I, I like the curry... It, it it's it's helpful for when you're grinding in the wild area, like, you know, and you're taking all these, like, body blows, and your Pokemon are getting the snot kicked out of you, you can just whip up some curry, and everything's good. Like, you don't have to go to the nearest Pokemon Center, it's awesome. Definitely See, don't need I to I always have... just, I just fly back to the the one that's in the meetup area, and then just ride my bike back to wherever <laughs> I need to go. Score Bunny, I, to me, has been a great starter. Um, I I have, like I said, I'm I'm coming up on I guess this is Jim number five, and he has been a rock solid player for me. Has have you evolved him all the way into Cinderace yet? Yes. So then I I feel no fan. They by the way they officially revealed all the starter evolutions today. Um, so it's no longer spoilers. It's officially revealed material. I will say that Cinderace probably has the second best attack animation in the game. Like pyro his, ball. I his love yeah, pyro. yeah, that pyro ball move where he like kicks a stone and turns into a soccer ball and then kicks it at your face. Freaking awesome. Second best one. The first one, of course, is fa- uh, Phalanx uh, and their like no retreat move, which is basically just straight out 300. You literally have Pokemon versions of Spartans playing out a scene from 300. And it is <laughs> like the first time I saw that I died. I died laughing. <laughs> I like literally fell off my chair. I was laughing. I had to pause the game. I was laughing so hard. Like my wife and child came to check up on me because it was that hysterical. Best freaking move in the game. Uh, but uh, Score Bunny definitely has the second best. All the, all three star Pokemon are actually really good. Not a fan of Inteleon's like design, yeah. but his mm-hmm. snipe shot is. Oh my gosh, that snipe like, shot is just kiss chef kiss perfection. Yeah, that <laughs> that thing. Like, I love it. Like, it ignores... what Because it, it ignores all abilities. So, like, someone's got Protect, doesn't matter. Like, yep. oh, someone has Reflect, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> it is awesome. And Scorbunny... Scorbunny... Or not Scorbunny. Uh, Grookey's Evolution, Rillaboom. You know, he's rock solid, too. Like, you know, he's got a move. His his base move is... um. 
uh, something about his drums. I, I can't, like, booming drum or something like that. But at lower speed. So he's a surprisingly fast Pokemon. And so then you can slow down just about anybody. And and it's a strong grass attack. It's great. Like, they're, they're all three. Like, I actually like all three starter Pokemon. Um, people, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not keeping them on my team. I'm like, that. Eh, like, these are pretty good Pokemon, to be honest. Like, yeah. all their exclusive moves are pretty solid. I do want to, before we go, I want to talk about uh, two characters really quick. Uh, Hop, in my opinion, it, I'm worried about Hop. Like, I no, like, you know, spoiler wise, <laughs> like, you know, like you know, whatever. So, you know, there, here is a spoiler warning in case Megan and Christian reveal something about Hop that you may, may or may not want to know. But I am at the fifth gym and I am more just worried about his emotional well being <laughs> because uh. <laughs> he has gotten beaten a few times from Bede. And is just like, and, and just has this, oh my God, I'm never going to live up to my brother's high and my family's high lofty expectations of me. How am I ever going to be? And I'm just like, bro, calm down. I, okay. I, I will say this. I watching Hop's like character arc in this. Yes. I'm actually very disappointed that he did not become the main villain of this entire, <laughs> I know. of this game. Like he it's, it's like there. It's it's freaking there. Like, you know, this is this kid who's just cracking under pressure and can't live up to it. So why wouldn't he, like, go and, like, I don't know, try to capture a legendary Pokemon and, like, unleash hell upon the Galar region by his <laughs> well, see, stupidity? Well, like, that's the thing. That's, like, what Bede would do. The thing is, is, like, I know people like to complain. Like, there's a, there's a couple of writers who will not go named in our office <laughs> who just keep complaining about Hop because cause he's he's – "Quote unquote annoying." He's or, like season one Midoriya from yeah. My Hero. Yeah, but Academy. the thing is, is Whoa! like, wow, how <laughs> no! dare you? Okay, we're just gonna brush past that for the sake of time, <laughs> and I'll bring it up after this podcast ends. But I, I will am... say, like his character growth towards the end, like it makes me really like him. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, however, in terms of all characters, nobody has better growth than Marnie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Marnie, Marnie one. Marnie is like, you know, like, I, I am surprised that we haven't gotten like a billion pieces of character art of Marnie. You're just uh, looking in the wrong place. Well, that's just I'm looking time. in the appropriate places, Megan. Uh, <laughs> All like, right. You know, you I, I have to I have to like manage my Twitter feed because, you know, I do this from like my day job and stuff like that. So I can't be having any risque Marnies popping up on my feed. Um <laughs> But like you know, she she I I love her. She's a great character. I love her slang. I love everything about her. Uh, Marnie's freaking awesome. The the thing that kind of annoys me about this entire game, about the characters, is how much they emphasize that freaking Leon, who's a moron by the way, and <laughs> yes! should also be in prison. Yes, um, Leon Leon is the worst. And like they're like yes. The unbeatable Leon in his unbeatable Charizard. It's like, I've got an Inteleon that one-shot that sucker. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I just took him on in a rematch, and I smoked him. Smoked him so bad. Like, I didn't even need to use my main team. I was like, hey, Inteleon, you got this? And he's just like, finger gun, dead. Like, yeah. like what is this joke? Like, yeah. like, like, the Galar region sucks. Like, this their trainers are like, just awful. The Galar, the, the, Gar, the Galar League is definitely... Like, I feel like Leon was its first winner. <laughs> like, yeah. the is, first ever is... championship was the one that he won. And well, especially what, like, the guy who's the, um, uh, who's at the fire gym, mm-hmm. yeah. who is just like, he's like, my, it's my, you know, he's basically regarded as the number two. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? 
No, you can't. If you were the second gym, you are not number two next to Leon if everyone's saying what they want to say about Leon. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 amazing. I can't wait for the anime when they get to Galar and Ash just shows up and he's like, and I'm literally going to kill all of you. <laughs> this Ash is Pikachu. Like, Pikachu one shot this entire region. <laughs> yeah, this Pikachu has more power in its pinky than every Pokemon in this. Oh region. my god. It's- the the other because oh, the other character I want to talk about is someone who I just hated up until Gym Four, basically, and that's Bead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bead was like just this insufferable, just you know. A-hole. And then you learn, like, when, you know, he he gets ditched by Rose and whatnot, and you learn about his backstory, I'm just like, oh, man, now I feel really bad. I mean, he was, like, raised to be that. Like, they, <laughs> yeah, like that- he was literally just, like, brought up to be this person. It wasn't of his own choosing. So <laughs> then when, spoiler, the fairy gym trainer gets to him and is like, you, I... Like I, that is my favorite scene in the game. Yeah, is when the scene. very the fairy gym leader sees Bead and loses her mind. <laughs> she pink, the, the facial pink. animations, pink. <laughs> it's just like the best. Oh yeah, no, like Bead. The the only thing that I don't like about Bead is in in how the game progressed. If they would have just kept it as like Bead being the snot out of Hop. That, that makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, like, it fits for both their characters. But, like, you, like, pound the crap out of Bead. And, like, you know, like, I was running, like, two different Dark-type Pokemon at that point in time in the game. Because I had, like, Thievul and uh, Purloin on, on my team. So, like, you know, I was just, like, running through his, like, his team like it was freaking tissue paper. And, you know, he's like, oh, I let you win. I was like, dude, I could, like, you know, de-pants you. Take your lunch money right now. Like, you know, like, you are just the worst. It's like, I, I didn't understand his arrogant streak. Then again, I was so far superior to every other gym, you know, every other person in this region. Like, it's it's not even funny. The interesting thing about Beat is, is that um, they have, like, they kind of play his gender. Uh, like, at first I thought Beat was a girl. Mm. And then mm. I read, then I read the trainer card and i was like oh no but then they but then they they always just refer to to bead as bead and i was like oh yeah. mm-hmm. oh huh. now that that might be uh, you know there's there's a couple you know that that could be a deliberate choice by the pokemon company it could just be coincidence um like i like the ambiguity like i'm all about so more non-binary characters um I, I i i wish it would have been a little bit more explicit in it like they're kind of yes. doing with Lanch. Right. uh but yeah. you know then again like and this is a really dumb thing to say. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, somebody will be mad when I say this. Like, you know, like even like acknowledging that there are, you know, that there is such a thing as non-binary can be considered a controversial opinion, as dumb as that is. So, like, I get it, you know, uh, from some level. But I, I, I do like it. It's kind of like, you know, yeah. um, like Go is kind of in the anime the mm-hmm. Go is not presented as non-binary, but, you know, uh, he is a, del- you know, his character's design is deliberately, androgynous. like, you know, yeah, androgynous, yeah. which which I like, you know, like, you know, we we do not need, you know, especially a game like Pokemon, like, when which right. you got, like, these freaking weirdos all over the place. They, they do not need to conform to your typical gender biases. Gender is just a construct anyways. Christian Hoffer. Yeah. <laughs> and just real bring quick truth before we Pokemon. end, to bring back this entire discussion, when you fight the first grass gym, 
use Rookie D. <laughs> yeah. The evil's also not a bad choice. I got it with Rookie D. <laughs> so there we go. Rookie D, Rookie D, and like my my Corviknight now has been a staple part, and it's it's always been that way for me. For like even going back to the very very beginning, like Pidgeot was always a uh, remember I've always had a a sort of that beginning flyer, you know, beginning mm-hmm. bird type. Uh, as a a core member of uh, of my team, and so far in this game, it's been. Although it was weird that um, what the hell does Rookie D uh, evolve into? I keep forgetting. Corvusquire. Corvusquire. Corvusquire can't learn Steel Blade. That's because but... he's he's uh, he's not uh, he's just a pure flying type. Well, right, but then but yeah. he learns it when he turns into Corviknight. Yes. Yeah, like, so it just evolves I have this into Corviknight. Let me use it. Uh, we'll we'll cover uh, gems like two and three and maybe four. Uh, next week on the podcast, so we'll we'll like do like a quasi walkthrough over the next yeah. few weeks. And it's, it then, is good that I am taking my time through the game because yeah, I really wish I could have taken my time through the game. Like you know, uh, that that's my one regret with having the game early is I ha- kind of had to like plow through it for the sake of coverage. Um, so like you know, I didn't get Blipbug. I didn't know Blipbug was a thing. Like, yeah, that's you know. what I mean. Like, like I, uh, the, my first, like I just picked up a dollar, and I yeah. love dollar, dollar, yeah. and that whatever the thing. Or beetle, or beetle, like or beetle is that that one. His it. his Gigantamax form cracks me up. But no, we'll cover that next week because I think we need to get out of the studio. We got to get out of here, Christian. What's the Pokemon fact of the week? Okay, so uh, we're we're kind of continuing our unofficial uh, walkthrough of the Pokedex. So this week is a nice little fact about Rattata. Now Rattata. As somebody like yelled at me on Twitter this week when I was talking about how, like one of the like the weird Pokemon from Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I was like, it's literally a coal cart with a head, which I love. And someone's like, well, rat is just a purple rat. What's your point? I was like, I, my my point is it's a it's a coal cart with a head. That's that's what my point is. So, anyways, but the Alola Ratatat is uh actually really interesting. So that Pokemon actually has a basis in how Hawaii came to have the mongoose. So, uh, you know, back when Hawaii had a, uh, you know, much more agricultural bent, they had some issues with rats. So they decided to go and get Asian mongooses to take care of that. Here's the problem. The rats in Hawaii were nocturnal creatures, and mongooses are day creatures. So it didn't work (laughs) at all. And instead of having one problematic species, now they had problematic rats and the invasive mongoose. <laughs> and this is literally reflected straight up in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Ratas are can only be found at night. And, uh, you know, young goose can only be found in the day. And that is to reflect not only how this, like, the weird relationship between these two real-life species, the rat and the mongoose, but also how introducing invasive species never works in real life. And it's like, you know, you don't really think of that. Like, you, you, they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the Rattas are these evil cops and the young goose are like the detectives chasing them. Also, by the way, real life thing that actually happened in Hawaii. Love it. Absolutely that's love awesome. it. This is definitely that like is my really favorite cool. Pokefax. It's just like history based. Like, I love, when, I love when the makers of this game are taking into account cultural regional things when making decisions like, like we've talked about for weeks like what are the galarian you know uh variants gonna be and why and things like that are just like why you know and mm-hmm. it's it's things like this that that i love 
If you are new to the show, new episodes of A Wild Podcast has appeared, uh, show up every Thursday wherever podcasts can be found. If you want to hit any of us up on Twitter, you can find me at Jim Viscardi. I'm at Megan Peters CB. And I am at C Hoffer C Bus. We'll catch you next week, folks, when our walkthrough of Sword and Shield continues. Catch you next time.